before we get into the show, guys, our highlight of business this week is made by JSTAR. Owner Jennifer showcases handcrafted tumblers with a twist. But wait, there is more. She also handcrafts shadow boxes, t-shirts, keychains, and so much more. She can customize almost anything for you. This business is one you must visit. I got my beautiful Tumblr this week and it is customized with my business logo and name. You can visit Made by JSTAR on Instagram and TikTok. Follow this page and order your customized gift today. Now back to the brew. Welcome to episode number 14 of What's Brewing Sis? What's Brewing Sis? I'm Shelly. I'm Bianca. And I'm Deanna. And here we come together to serve the brew. We're back! Episode 14, guys. Episode number 14. We are moving in a group. <laughs> we are sh- not shucking the jazz. Not shucking the jazz. <laughs> oh my goodness, guys. I feel like every episode now, something major happens, but all great things. So All great things. What's, yes, the, what's the major that's going on? What major happened this week? Uh, for me, yeah. I got a car. Finally, you did not have to wait your year, girl. <laughs> this car, car buying, house buying, the past two years have been nuts. Yeah, like no dealership has like sit around inventory. Like back in the day, you go to the dealership, go pick out what car you want, drive off. No. No. Even when you bought your car, Shelly, because you just bought a car, a new car as well. Yes, they had. Maybe five cars on the line. Yeah, it was, it was, it was definitely slim <laughs> Yeah, so the guy called me yesterday and was like, hey, good news, bad news. The car you ordered has been delayed. However, we got another new car for someone else. They decided not to go with it. And it's here. And it happened to be the color I secretly wanted in my head. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I'm on the way. <laughs> so... Oh, I'm great. Work. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to include a picture in, uh, down the road. Yeah. <laughs> Smiling with your car. Yep. Deanna, you went on a boat cruise. <laughs> it was definitely not as exciting as the new one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was a, a, a company-sponsored barbecue boat cruise. It was cool. Yeah, got a lot of history about the city. I live here, but I don't know a lot of uh, the buildings downtown yes. right. and the story behind it. And there's uh, maybe two or three that we passed that were um, designed or the, by women. So I was yeah. like, oh, that's yeah. interesting. I would love to do that because I want to know more. Yeah, I'm weird because I like to like we've driven before through like Hyde Park and other neighborhoods, and it's like, oh. Uh, look at the architecture here. Yeah. yeah, it was really interesting. So I was like, yeah, I need to do more tours of our own city. Mm-hmm. That's something we should do. Yeah. On a co- coming episode. Absolutely. Maybe we'll Let's be back go see the, the city. Yeah. yeah. Give people a reason to come tour Chicago because mm-hmm. there is so many new places. Someone, someone sent me an ice cream museum and I was like, I ain't going to tell them just yet. <laughs> I'm awake. But um, I, th- I definitely think that it's something that we should do. It's, it looks fun. And, um, I would love to. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. We'll, we'll do that. We'll do that. So last so, week, so. we'll yeah. recap next last week's episode a little bit later. Yes. Um, But we want to get into this week's episode, which is hashtag relationship goals. <laughs> Look, we're ready. Yeah. <laughs> Relationships have been a hot topic. Yes. It really has where, you know, I'm I'm a getting out into the world of being single. Uh-huh. Uh, Deanna's all married. <laughs> this is a good thing. Yeah, this is a, this is a great thing. Yes, and I am, I'm, I'm single. I'm single. High-pitched single. <laughs> I, I like that. bring someone in who has uh you know a good voice behind uh relationships you know i wake up to a post from him just about daily saying something to make me think like oh okay that's how guys you know feel that's how guys look at things so we um have no other than mr real talk mr real uh let's just (laughs) show Hey y'all! Hello. How are 
are you ladies? I'm doing amazing. How are you ladies? Good. I'm doing wonderful. Thank you, you for joining so us. Thank you for having me. I so appreciate it. Yes. <laughs> we appreciate you. Yes, we do. Um, first of all, Lester, you were one of the first people to give us a seed on our business venture. Oh, so we want to so thank much. you again. Um, oh, no problem. Yes, you are. Glory. Yes, you, you wear so many hats. So can you <laughs> introduce yourself to our audience and let them know, you know who you are and, and give them more information on you? Well, my name is... Um, Lester Swims, a.k.a. I like to say hashtag Mr. Real Talk. Um, I am a, um, a family man. I'm just a servant of God uh, in any capacity. I don't believe I, I'm not locked into one dynamic. I believe God has gifted me and called me um, to just minister in whatever capacity. I may have to sweep the floors. Um, I may have to be in the administrative room, whatever it takes. I may have to make I, whatever it is I'm here to serve. But I am a... Uh, uh, multiple uh, business owner. I am a father. Um, a friend. I am. Mr. I'm your big brother. Mister Alderman. Yeah, I'm just. I'm here. I'm the. I'm the D button. The all that above button. <laughs> so, <laughs> for sure. So what we wanted to do was we wanted to break the ice. We wanted to get into some relationship stuff, you know, for sure. Uh -huh. But we definitely want to break the ice with you and, and learn more about you in, in a more um, intimate way, shall we say. For sure. Uh, so first question to everybody here, including myself, um, what's your favorite thing to do by yourself? Wow, that's a great question. By myself. I love being by myself. Yeah. Um, I like music. Yeah. I like music and uh, I'll sidebar that with growth. Like music and finding ways to grow. That is my thing. Like, yeah, yeah. you can give me some great music that can set an uh, atmosphere. I can consider myself very uh, uh, much so an atmosphere person. And I can find a way to grow, whether it's through the music or worship or something like that. I am, I'm at peace. I'm great. Lester, what's your sign? I'm a Pisces. You're Pisces, okay. Big Pisces. I, I, I asked that question. I don't really know too much about signs right. other than Leo. <laughs> 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 I'm sure that'll help somebody out there. Uh, what's yeah, your I am a Pisces. Girl, y'all asking is so scary. I don't know. What's the Monday hey. day? Some people don't know the uh, signs. What the hey, people? Shelly, let me make sure I, 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 I add this in. That okay. I love real talk. It's not like... It's, it's the birthing place for me. That's how I was, how I came into my own. So any questions, there's yes. nothing off limit. Whatever okay. you want right. to so my birthday. Right. Okay, let's do it. Be comfortable. Be okay. You are okay. But my birthday so, is so March 3rd. So what's your actual 3rd. birthday? Month my birthday day. is March 3rd, 84. Okay. 84, 84, let's say. Yeah. <laughs> to the question, the favorite Go. thing I love to do by myself is spend time outside. I will sit outside all day in the backyard, whatever. I like to be outside, so. Very yeah. peaceful. What about you, Deanna? My favorite thing is to also like listen to music, mostly gospel music, worship music, and just reflect and meditate and yeah. It's been found. Yeah. yeah. I would I would have to copy Deanna's answer. Um, you know, God recently came into my life, so we're new friends. So I'm learning a lot about myself and learning about a lot about him. Um, yeah. this process has been beautiful. So last night I even took a long ride by myself just to I literally I don't know what came over me, but I started crying. And I think it was just because I'm learning new things about myself. Like this podcast has been truly helpful to do that yeah um, so, you know we'll, we'll, we'll also we should also say Lester that you're going to be starting your own podcast yes soon. yes ma'am coming soon podcast loading yeah, you didn't say that when you did your introduction. You got to put that out there. Well, I was trying to make sure I birth it out because I don't want nobody, you know, trying to take uh, uh, any type of credit or accolade for something I haven't birthed yet. But I'm following y'all. Yeah. Y'all trailblazing away. So I believe yeah. it's coming. Good trial. We'll, we'll be watching, subscribing, cheering you on. Yes. Oh, I, I, yeah. I'm so excited to hear your point of views on, on a lot of things. So let's, let's continue 
you with these uh, icebreaker questions because I can't wait to get to the relationship. <laughs> yes, we're ready. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was the last thing you learned um, that changed you? That changed me? Hmm. Um, probably the fact that um, trying to create, like, make success happen for me, mm -hmm. or I consider myself a pusher or like a hitter. Hitter meaning I like to create, I like to, you know, dominate and make things happen. And I had to settle, um, I think the Holy Spirit settled my spirit in the fact that I don't get to make greatness happen or make it happen. It's if it's already it's already ordained for me, I just have to settle myself in the process and allow it to come to pass. And that was a big thing for me because I like to try to create and make things go. And then I and I'll get up four in the morning pushing every day, burning myself out trying to make a thing come to pass when God already planned that I would be successful and have an expected end. And mm -hmm. he knows a greater life than I had, what I would want for myself. And so settling myself was a big thing for me. I just recently came to grips with that, um, like last week, literally, like you have to settle yourself in that. So yeah. that's the last thing for me. Beautiful. So, I, so uh, man, I, I'm gonna have to copy your answer, Lester, because me too. Oh, uh, yeah. You want you want in life. I think you want to do so many different things. You want to be able to. For for me, it was I wanted to be superwoman at doing anything that I did. Oh, um, yeah. And so God was like, "Yeah, you you are great. You are a great person, but you cannot. I, I don't need you to hold the world. You know, I don't oh, need you God. to take care of everybody." Um, sit down for a second. Just kind of breathe yeah. in what people are kind of trying to show you. Um, don't take everything on. And so I'm yeah. I'm so glad that you that you uh, that changed you. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. That was a big thing to me. I'm su I consider myself Superman yeah. until Kryptonite show up. <laughs> <laughs> I think the thing that I learned about myself is. Uh, to have faith or have stronger faith uh -huh. because yeah. I've been through some things that could have folded me up like a little lawn chair, oh, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I having faith and actually sitting down with it kind of helped me to grow some patience and to take time with healing and life, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and not That's be good. so hard on myself and, and hard on life and thinking everything is like, terrible when there's always an answer or there's always a way out so. yeah yeah i love it that's good shoot uh, <laughs> <laughs> like the last thing i learned that changed me um i think i don't know that i would say it was last learned but last brought to my attention is um the the complexities of life are um essential to life and therefore each moment really should be you know carefully accounted for like mm -hmm. being intentional with your time and um the attention that you pay to certain things is important yeah that is huge i love it yes <laughs> yes 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 all right, we gonna we gonna get a little deeper y'all ready to get a little, a little deeper <laughs> let's go what do you wish your current partner or your future partner uh, knew about you that they don't currently know? Uh, real talk? I mean, real talk that. Uh, please real talk it. <laughs> yeah, I'm really not as tough as I, I portray to be. So. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm really a teddy bear. I just know that I have to be aggressive in the world and shaking things and, you know, growth and all those things. But... I really just want to be a teddy bear. That's it. <laughs> I, I think plenty of men won't say that, but that's the truth. Of the that's the real truth. They really just, they really not as tough as they think. They just haven't been able to release themselves into that. And so for me, whether current or futuristic, my, uh, whoever's coming or whoever is, I, you need to know that's really who I am. So when I get in the house, I'm not the same person. <laughs> so, so why the why the the persona to be the tough guy? Is it a is it a man thing? Is it is it a wall? Well, um, for me, it's probably 
I have this thing. I like to call myself like I'm a lion. Like I dominate. This is, and you know, and the world is so aggressive. Not just with. I'm not gonna. I'm not diminishing a, uh, your your woman's perspective at all. But a, the world is so hard. Like to try to even fight to be a provider for a family. To try to be a man in the singleness yourself. Um, just you know, trying to live it. I've chose greatness. That's that is the desire of my heart. Like to be great. I'm not. So mediocrity is out of the window. So I'm not trying to be fake in any way possible. I just want home. So my question as it relates to the partner would be at home, I just want peace. And in peace, I can rest and settle myself. I don't really want to be the lion outside because I know that's not where home is. But outside, I want to be protective. I want to be a provider. I want to I want to be a motivator and a pusher, which is a part of my purpose. But I want to also have that peace when I cross the threshold at home. Then I want to have peace. I'm going to steal Lester's answer. <laughs> <laughs> I can be, you know, a little uh, assertive. <laughs> Real talk. Let's go. Real talk. A little assertive, you know, because you have to be that way at work and, you know, outside just so I have this thing I'm not going to let anybody take advantage of me. But at home, I want to not be in control. I want to go ahead and submit, let you do it. I'm going to be over here. What you need me to do? I'm over here with it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be in control all the time. Mm-hmm. So sure. that's my answer. Okay. Like your answer? What you got, Deanna? I would say that I'm like perceived to be very nonchalant and even um, probably nonchalant and uh, non-sentimental. So I'm more sentimental than people think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sentimental where I like to hold on to things because I think there's a a fine line between keeping things for sentimental value and hoarding. Yeah. So I don't necessarily need to hoard like all my kids' artwork or something like that. But um, you know, the the sentiments of the heart are more important to me than like, you know, just collecting things. So mm-hmm. I think that sometimes it's misconstrued when I'm throwing stuff away. I just like to clear the clutter, but I am sentimental. <laughs> so you wish that your partner knew that you were a bit more sentimental about things. Yes. Okay. Um, did we lose Lester? Oh no, you're here. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, for me, I would definitely say that um, my bubble, my happiness, my oh my gosh, Shelly's so sweet and so loving and da 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 that I ain't a beast too. You know what I mean? Like I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a pushover. Um, I'm not uh, one to be forgotten. Um, I, as little as I appear to be, I'm also big too, you know? So I think the reverse kind of what you were saying in your first answer, Lester, I just want my partner to understand that um, I matter. <laughs> <laughs> That I'm a big deal, you know, and and it, and I think it took me for a long a period of time to kind of understand that you can kind of push that, like let your partner know that you are, you know, absolutely that you are someone. So I think for me that that I have to carry that in every relationship mm-hmm. and not dominate because I I, I want to be a woman, but um, just you know show that I am a game changer in the relationship too, and he doesn't have to. Hold up everything. I love it. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. So we're going deeper. Um, Let's go. Last question for the icebreakers. um, Is marriage the final goal for you? And relationship relationship goals? Yep. Is is marriage Marriage the end goal? Am I I answering now? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I I didn't know if you all see to look away. Uh, for me, yes, of course. I believe marriage is an amazing thing. Um, I've been married before, so I was married. I think thirteen, almost fourteen years. Oh wow! And so, um, marriage is an amazing thing. Um, I mean, I would never. Single, um, Lester, are you in a relationship? I'm uh, you know, you ever heard of Let Me See? Like I'm, I'm, 
I am in a sound check. Like I have uh, some potential, very much so on the table. And um, I am definitely considering um, full-fledged commitment relationship. But I just got, I'm just letting me see, you know, I'm still in let me see. So I guess that would say I'm single, but I yes. am definitely, uh, um, um, definitely involved in trying to get myself to that. Point. I like sure. the let me see stage. I'm, I'm, taking all your stuff. I'm, I'm taking all of that. I, I like that. I like that answer because I think, I, I think too, it, it's, it's kind of like a, it's a yes or no answer, right? You know, For it sure. can be. But yeah. I think you could let let a person see. Like I think it's okay to to be in the let me see stage. What y'all yeah. think? <laughs> yeah. How long is the let me see stage though? Ooh. So, now we, see, we, let's We were having this conversation a couple of days ago, and but it's lingered. <laughs> it's lingered into the, the, the day. Yeah. Like, um, is there? How long? How? Do you think there's a limit to the let me see, like, stay sure? I yeah. think so. To me, you're not going to let me see all your, you're not going to carry me four or five years, let me see. I believe that uh, let me see should include seasons. You know, like most people have a new um, uh, declaration for the next year. That's mm -hmm. after you experience each season of the year. Mm -hmm. So I believe that a relationship should have the same perspective. It should be able to show, you should be able to show each other each season or, yeah. and, and, and that once I've seen all the seasons, I know what I can know that's going to be reciprocated or how, how you handle summer, how you handle winter, how you handle, uh, how do you handle fall, how you handle spring. I want to see your seasons. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not rushing past it because to get uh, uh, married or engaged in something serious. And I haven't seen your winner, how you handle moments where things are cold. I need to know how you handle those. And I need yeah. to be able to understand that that is a key component to me moving forward. Mm -hmm. And so I don't have a time limit that can happen sooner than later, but I do know that I'm going to need to see all the seasons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that, that, so the, I guess the, the debate kind of came about because I'm like, I'm in let me see stage number year number <laughs> longer. Four okay, so don't judge me, Lester. Okay. <laughs> real talk, Shelly, real talk. There the disclaimer has already been stated up front. Anything <laughs> that is here is real talk. There's no yep. judgment on. Yes, absolutely. So and with that being said. I what I don't want to do is put myself in a position where it's okay the the year has arrived we've gone through these seasons together and now it's time for someone to make a decision because that year is now here right I feel like it should just be organic like if it's gonna happen great I would love for it to happen I would love you know for us to get to this understanding but we're not there yet so for me I'm kind of like you know if it's gonna take another year or two I'm fine with that now I think I think where people tend to worry about me it's like oh well don't don't you know don't throw don't put all your eggs in one batch and then you you now it's it's 20 years and you're you're still here the ultimate goal for me which marriage is the end goal I want to be happy with my mate I want to be for sure I want to know that this person is my person and I'm not going off of anybody's timelines. Yeah. Now, well, I, never been married before. So, you know, okay. I, I get what where people are coming from, but I almost feel like I don't want to rush into something and just to say I'm married and now um, we don't like each other. Or oh. I don't want to think. <laughs> We have a timeline set for each other that's not necessarily a timeline, but it's more so of a look when when we want a check in when when we, when we're ready to pull the trigger, it's it's up to us to pull that that trigger. So yeah um well let can i include something i like this may kick it up a notch but let me just i know y'all got questions of the pattern but i need to input input this right there real quick okay. a man knows yeah 
So he knows. I understand that there is timing and there is a, a structure. But if he doesn't know, then you'd already you already know. So if he's if he never gets sure about, and I don't, you know, I'm just talking off off, off my perspective in general. If he's 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 not gonna he's uh, he's never gonna put treasure where his heart isn't. He's mm. gonna put treasure where he'll put his treasure where his heart is. And right. if he knows he won't take so many chances of allowing you to be able to let me see within the other people, because we're dominant, we're territorial also. So we have that in us. And so when we know, we know. Mm-hmm. We're sure that we're sure. And if we're not sure, it's already no for us. Now you then we'll find ourselves um real talk having sex, but in and it's but it's really a friend zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we know. I don't I don't I don't know we try to act like we don't we are more sure. We probably know before y'all know. Mm-hmm. To be honest, we know because we know and once one this is a man who's mature enough also that knows himself. Because yeah. that relationships ultimately I know I'm probably going too far, but relationships ultimately are for adults. It's for two people who who have got who have got who've come to the realization of who they are where they're going what they need in them life like that is should be a sure thing and if you're not sure about you then you there's no use of you trying to be sure about somebody else right. but if you know you and they know and and you guys know each other then i ultimately can communicate and have a conversation with you on the level of knowing that we're heading in the same direction and that don't yeah. it don't take me forever i think, I think where i tend to, to disagree is that you know like like you said you have to go through seasons with this person and you, you get to know them and find out things I just don't know for for me what that time frame needs to be. Like, yeah, you go through these seasons with somebody, but then they could have something dramatic happen in their life. Say they lose a loved one. They things change in people's lives where they become a totally different person. Not to say that I'm making it okay to repeat a season, but I'm just saying I would rather take the longer route than have the the marriage and I'm not happy. I agree. So you, I, I agree with that, but that's like saying um, the marriage or the love that you, you know, profess to have is conditional. Which part of the marriage vow is? Yeah. <laughs> because, because it's like it's like that well, is good. I've known you for five years, but I, I I don't know everything about you. I don't think you're really ever gonna know everything about a person or how they're gonna respond or react or show up in a new situation that hasn't happened. But that's saying like, well, I don't know how you're gonna deal with like an illness that may come up 10 years into the relationship. Am, am I gonna still be there? So that's part of the vow for better, for worse, for sure. in sickness and in health, you know, like if every person that got married could foresee what was gonna happen in the future, yeah, you might have a lot of less people marry <laughs> because you don't know. People are going to change, evolve, or whatever. Now you can only pray and hope that when you take your vows, you meant what you said, you're going to grow together, you're going to triumph together, you're going to go through trials together. And it, But it's like no matter what happens, you know, because things will change. So that's why your marriage can't be based on superficial things, but things will change. And I love this person enough to endure the change, the challenges, the highs, the lows, you know. But I can't wait to vet out every possible situation. Or, yeah, we will all be two years before we get married. You, you never make it. Yeah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> that, that's fair. I, yeah, because... You know, I so agree with everything you said, and I, it's, no, it's impossible. Like I, I always tell you know, my partner or anyone I'm uh, even considering to be in it. Listen, I can make you a promise that I'm gonna, I'm not gonna always, I'm not gonna settle and and not grow. I'm always gonna be growing, and my prayer is that we can, we both, wherever we meet is where we meet, but we both can grow together. Because yeah. I know that the future is coming. You know, nobody ever thought the internet was coming. If they had was right. waited to see if it was coming, they probably would never made it. So I can't foresee the future, but I do know where God is taking me because I have purpose in the assignment. And if you, we agree in alignment and purpose, I don't. I'm not worried about what's coming as long as you got my back and I got your back. We'll be okay. Right. Yeah. 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 Point taken. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> 
Shelly introduced us and told us a lot about your page and the posts. So we were like, let's dig into some of these posts and, and see what he's talking about. Let, let's let's talk do about it. it. I took a deep breath. I looked at my friends. I was like, it's about to go back. So, let's do it. Mr. Real Talk, don't be in a personal development season trying to date. Wait, hashtag Ooh. wrong season. <laughs> So sort of, sort of where, um, um, so most of this comes, I promise you, I'm not like any, I know some people think like, oh, he's posting about, I just literally go by my studying and growth and whatever the Holy Spirit downloads to me. I like to post it on my wall. So that's, mm -hmm. that's the way I like to do it. But anyway, this, this is a belief that, um, you don't attract what you want. You attract who you are. Mm. And so if you're in a development stage, then you attract people who are developing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That that's a law. And so if that's the law, then you ultimately wanna you wanna grow. And I know it's a process, but you you're not gonna be complete because life is a, is a a, a, reciproc a reciprocal process of pregnancies. You know what I'm saying? You you go through nine months. There's changes that happen, and then you birth out your new self, and then you birth it out again. That's what I believe that life is. But ultimately, you wanna be in a season where you're at least like what I was just saying uh, previously, confident in yourself. So that when um, you are ready to date, you don't want to be dating in a season of uh, um, premature. Like you don't want to be in a premature season trying to be in a love relationship and somebody out dominates you or, you know, you end up making a decision that you weren't prepared to make. So. I know a lot of people say, well, I'm still growing. I, I feel like people are ever evolving, like you said. Yeah. Um, so there are people like, okay, maybe... Maybe I don't have this part of my life in order, but I have other parts. Do you think they shouldn't date until they get everything together? No, I don't. I don't believe that. I do believe that there should be a a well-rounded uh, um, that you should have a well-roundedness. Like you know, it's like okay, well, I look amazing, but I don't have money. Well, money mm -hmm. is a part. Money, the Bible said, money answers all things. So there's it's going to have to have some involvement and in financial because uh, my pastor loved to say, shout out, uh, shameless plug, Pastor Lawrence Henderson. Um, <laughs> one of his great great quotes that we always go over is a great sign of what you will do is to take a, a look at what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Like, show me what you're doing will tell me what you will do. And mm -hmm. so you're you currently this is your decision. Now, that doesn't mean it can't change. But it does give a shot to say, if I meet you and this is like, you know, your credit is terrible, then I can immediately make a decision. I can judge by the fruit of that, that there is something, uh, you know, whether that's you don't pay bills good or you don't, uh, whatever it is, you're not accountable mm -hmm. very good to, to the agreements that you make. I can use that. So I believe that you need to have a basis of self and you know yourself. You need to know where you are. And as long as you're willing to date you, then you should be fine. Like if you're okay with attracting you because the goal of relationship mm -hmm. should have been to unify and, and come together to be one. And so as long as you're okay dating you, I'm not saying you're a twin, but as long as you're okay dating <laughs> you, then you should be, you should be just fine. Okay. Well, if I Absolutely. meet somebody who's in this financial stage, I'm okay with him. If he has this credit, I'm okay. But if you know that he may look at it and be like, oh, I don't know, then maybe you need to start <laughs> training that area up. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Right. <laughs> I don't know where this is going to come in the conversation, so I'm just going to throw it in because I've been kind of waiting <laughs> to ask you this. So so explain to, so explain to us, explain to our audience the whole... Why your feet don't hurt. Why your feet don't hurt, ladies? Okay, so this is a thing that um, we, me and me and my pastor, um, Pastor Lawrence Henderson, we believe that um, <laughs> a great way, and it's just a a um, a shot at you know your shoes and the comfortableness. That's really where it comes from, your comfortableness. And most people think they can, they want excellence, but they like to offer mediocrity. And so you want, you want excellence. You want the best of life, but your work ethic is only mediocre. So let me switch it to relationship as it relates to relationship. 
um, you want to have, you want the man, most people, it's quote unquote, most people want the man who's, you know, whatever height, six feet. You want all of these key facts. You want them to be loving. You want, you have a, a, a boatload of things you want in there. And we believe that when you present yourself, if I, let me real talk it so it don't, it don't be so long. I get directly to the point. When you get, you're going to present yourself. We go out. I want to take you out. We going wherever we going and you're coming out. I believe the way you present yourself tells mm -hmm. me not only how valuable you feel about yourself, but how valuable you feel I am. And so we've seen women come around with her with their slides on and they want and they want me to be excited and going crazy. No, sis, you cannot have your slides on and, and your uh what those proc shoes on and I just told you because you don't know where I'm gonna take you. So I believe you should present yourself in a manner. Make your feet hurt. Put you. What, what, what's that thing about that? Oh, okay. so, so, so you're, you're talking in terms like on an actual date, night out on the town. You need to. Well, uh -uh. let me real talk. <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't want you to wear heels to bed, but I I don't want. I really want you to put the bonnet on after I go to sleep. I don't want to be looking oh, at the bonnet on. Wait a minute. I night. I, I think that's fine as, as long as you match that energy. Like if, if, and that's if I can't put my button on to to uh you sleep, then you can't sleep in like holy underwear or oh my god, <laughs> you gotta match that same energy. And that's and that's what I and because I know that we are men of value. This is just our own perspective. We and we're growing ourselves to chase after greatness and success in God and every area of our life. I'm not gonna ever offer you low and hope you give me high. That would be me cheating. I, I'm, I'm gonna give, give you what I'm expecting back. I'm gonna give you some real. I'm gonna give you some real talk. A lot of men are Come out on. here like, oh, you gotta be hairless. You gotta shave everything. You gotta wear heels every time I see you. You know, for real. You gotta, Come you on, gotta real be talk. in the gym nine days out the week. You gotta do all these things, but they're not matching any of this energy. I feel like men have such high expectations for women, but yet they get to go around hairline back here. You get cut your hair cut once a month. You yes. This 100, that, and, and that statement about why your feet don't hurt should not just be a woman's statement. You guys yeah. should come up with something y'all say, no, 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 why your, why your lining is not, you know, whatever you got, whatever y'all <laughs> But that is not an acceptable thing. I get my money when I go a place, I, I am expecting a certain level of return on what I'm paying for. I don't mm -hmm. like, I like to get back what I'm paying for. And so if I want it, I'm going to offer it back. I. I don't, that's not, that's not me. So I'm not, I'm not trying to promote myself in no way, but I get mm -hmm. my feet, nails done, massages. I am very well going to be taken care of hundred percent. I'm, if I'm honest, this is probably too real talk. I'm at the barbershop waiting on my car to go in when I get done. But I, <laughs> this is just, I mean, this two times a week, possibly to have to, whatever I have to do to mm -hmm. carry myself in a level of excellence because excellence is never overlooked. And so yeah. I want that back. I want both of us. I, and I don't want to be married to nobody who would change on me after they get married. Now oh, you don't no. dress no more. Now you don't, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Because you're going to still want to go out. You're still going to want to date. I want to be have a relationship where I choose you daily. Absolutely. You choose me daily. Absolutely, yeah. We got another post Come for on. you. Hey, fellas, she won't submit to you because she doesn't trust you. What about <laughs> you telling her, don't do it? Maybe it's uh, your cell phone, your money management, your circle, etc. But you got to deal with you first. So, all this is a big thing for relationships and submission. You know, oh, submit, submit. Oh, the Bible says a woman's supposed to submit. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay, cool. <laughs> but it there's there's also in the, including the same verse that as unto the Lord factor yeah. that there should be a level of you because. 
the 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 way it should be is that you submit it and if yeah. you submit it then submitting to you is not a problem the problem is we want like you just were saying about you will tell you no you got to be in the gym you got to be all this and that we want our cake and, and and this you know want our cake and want to eat it too but we don't want to give out what it takes and so it takes for us a man doesn't have to ask you for a submission he shouldn't have to toil with it because you know truth be told i know our culture doesn't project this properly but it's already we were created to be the way we like god has already created us with an innate nature for submission we yearn for something greater it's in us and so because it's in us we the man just wanted from you because he felt like i supposed to get it but the truth of the matter is he's supposed to deserve it and the deserving Absolutely. part is being a provider being in your position it was not um there was no toil in god giving eve to adam once he was in the right place and posture and things and provision all those things were in place then he said it's not good that man should be alone and most men want submission without god saying it's not good you should be alone and god probably is saying it's good you stay alone your phone you still got to keep it down when you sitting around yeah. your girl. it's not gonna work bro she know what's going on she know that you don't know who gonna call and so you don't want certain names to pop up real talk right. so he wants go ahead yeah i was gonna say the secret to this what men don't understand women will naturally submit if you are making her feel safe if I don't have to worry about your cell phone if I don't have to worry about your homies if I don't have to worry about no side chick popping up if coming to me if you're woman my true woman. best friend <laughs> if you're my if you're if you're coming to me and you're saying that you are this person that you claim to be just be that person and naturally she will give you what the submission that yep. you need to carry on and do your thing right it's, but it's not a tug of war it's not it's really not like i, I know a lot, I, I know a lot of people say relationships are hard relationships are so tough i honestly believe that they are not tough like you really can sit down like if, if you're dealing with a, a mature adult you can sit down with them and you can have a conversation and say these are the things that i want these are the things that i don't want in a relationship yeah um and you can have all you can have the cake you can eat it too we can you can have go My back for a second <laughs> right <laughs> yeah and women don't have that then of course there is this tug of war of like well i ain't doing it because you ain't doing your part you mm -hmm. know so. well let me let me let me let me poke at you ladies one more second real quick in this because there are there is a woman who has not been raised with who, who's not been nurtured in the area of submission mm -hmm. and she's had to fend for herself she's over she's protective of you know and, and or not having a father or whatever that may be if she has not done the work either you could have the right man and you could ultimately be be um and uh, be all be hiding in an alpha space mm -hmm. and not being able to give and there's i've seen that happen also that you have a man who is providing and who is and um there is some women i'm sure none of you ladies are this way but there's a woman who <laughs> should naturally be but she mm -hmm. over dominates because you know her or she wants to and mm -hmm. and and knowing when to release that's not a fact that we should toil about I, i'm gonna put myself in the right position and uh want to lead and want to be where i am be be valuable enough that you feel sure and safe in submitting to me but mm -hmm. i do know because and I'm saying this because I used to I was a man that way who, who thought you deserved submission before you thought before you got um, submitted properly with God and had alignment and I would want that because I was like no this is the way it's supposed to go yeah but you missing a part of you and so right. I do believe yeah. men men have to ultimately be in a position to be submitted to but I do also know that there is a, a woman that our culture which our culture has been doing this for a while who wants to keep us divided, who wants to keep yeah. us separated. You know, they'll give you a link card as long as you don't got a man. You know, they'll give you uh, help with Section 8, but you can't have no man living in the house. They want to keep you separated. And and, yeah. and look, they don't know that they're actually trying to provide for you like your man's supposed to or trying to cover you in the way that it should be. But so I believe that's my prayer that we're going to push through these type of talks and, and real talk. We're going to push each other into the place that god originally designed for us to be not hold ourselves hidden in trauma being afraid to submit now nah, you're going to find amazing relationships that are going to birth back out that's one of my goals to help push us to that place 
Absolutely. I agree with you, um, especially women who have found themselves like in the single motherhood space often feel like, well, I had to be the mother and the father. Um, and, you know, a lot of people get uproared on like Father's Day when women are like, yeah, tell me happy Father's Day because I'm the mother and the father. Um, yeah. a, a lot of that is more specific to us, our culture, you know, like we don't see many, even if they are single, first of all, it's not as many single white women as it is single black women, whatever. But yeah. those that are, they're not like, tell me happy Father's Day. You know. Yeah, for sure. I agree. <laughs> yeah. So it's you know, it's unfortunate, but like you said, it's also part of the bigger breakdown of the black family. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say like so me being a single mom, I, I definitely don't do the it's I don't celebrate Father's Day. I'm you know, I'm a single parent, but I understand the relationship between a um, father and, and his daughter and me and me playing the mother role. But I think I think with submission comes this idea that there is something that's going to be taken away from you. Whether it's oh yeah, um, you know, like what your what independence, your independence, your, your your voice or whatever. But that's not true. I mean, so I, I guess the question was more so going to be: Do you guys think that you could still be a submissive leader? Like, can I can I still, in a sense, and I don't want to lead in my relationship, but can I still be a uh, uh, a queen in on this chessboard of submission where I feel like I'm just everything is about that person. Absolutely, because your mate should not make you feel like uh, one of the children. Like, oh um, yeah, for sure. Though the like, if the man is leading and guiding and doing the things that he want to do, like you said, you will naturally prefer the man to be the leader. Like, no yeah. woman wants to really be like running the show. Um, but uh, in a lot of ways you're you're it's a partnership, you know. Yeah. So it's uh it's not like I'm but you we're equals, but in even if I'm like the CEO of whatever company I run in my household, you're still the person that I'm expecting to lead the family. You know yeah. um I think that just gets misconstrued like what's your thoughts on that lester and women being ceos of companies and coming into like is that okay does she need to be a level down from you what, what's your thoughts on that um no i believe you know i used to believe that i used to think like well i'm this dominant factor and you just need to be you know, because I was raised that my mom was a stay at home mom, you know, and she was. And so I had that ideology until I came into uh, understanding more and understanding. I need your help. There was a, a release in God that said that that the Bible said that it's not good that man should be alone, which says to me, he's seen me. He provided for me. I had him. And then he says there is there is that is there's need of her in your life. And so for me. I don't take that for granted that submission is uh, a, a completion or a fulfillment. Her submission to me is fulfillment in the purpose that God originally ordained for me. So I need her to be a hitter too. I need you to be yeah. same. Like let's, let's shake it. Let's shake the world together because clearly he, the Bible says they let them, they spoke to themselves and said this. And so if he thought that I needed your help, then I am not sitting here trying to diminish the impact that you mm -hmm. should have when you come. But I need you to come and come on, let's get to work. Like, let's get to it. Cause I'm, it's some factors in you that I need. And I, and once I'm sure in myself, being sure in yourself tells you, I know what I, what I am and I know what I am not. I'm sure. And so when you come, the Bible does not say too many factors about what we'll add, but the Bible said that he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor. And so that favor should not be diminished i yeah. need that level of grace so his hand is on her to be added this for the white the right wife now so that matters but if this is the right person who's created for you i am not diminishing the favor please come up here we are hand in hand i, I can't wait till you show up so we can make yeah. it happen i got another one for you let's go this is the year you stop faking you're okay and really be happy let me just dive this is this is a big factor to me mm -hmm. i believe that too many people 
are living their lives unhappy. Like you're not okay. And so most of the time I can't say it because I can't let my kids see I'm not okay. I'm, yeah. you know, and if you're in Chicago where we are, we are, Chicago is an up-tempo place. You know, it is like, you have to be, you have to, it's a life. I always wake up about four in the morning, 4.35 in the morning and I'm, I'm out, I'm ready to go. And when I get outside, everything is moving already. Like it's so up-tempo. And so in this world, man, you will find yourself, it'll be, and just as fast as it is, you'll find yourself swallowed up into things, mm -hmm. health, sickness, you know, money problems uh, or struggling. You'll find yourself um, boggled up with all of these things. I mean, stress that you don't even know is on you. You mm -hmm. watch the news, you'll feel the weight of people dying around you. You add fear to you. You got COVID, monkeypox, and you're not really okay. And I believe that we're walking into a season of okay. Like, okay, mm -hmm. I, I know I'm not okay, but I mm -hmm. believe God is going to remove the I'm not from us. And that's what I'm praying that yeah. that season is where we are. We're walking into that place where he will remove the not okay. Whatever it is you're living, that you were struggling with. I believe there's a grace for you to be okay, but we must bring our burdens back to God and bring them back to the altar so that he can renew us and create us a clean heart so that we are okay. And that's what yeah, I believe. Real talk, real talk. Real talk. Yeah, real talk. <laughs> so stop counseling yourself. You can't solve Ooh. problems on the same level you created them on. I like you need help. 